Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Truth Podcast. Uh, my name is Nick Robinson, and I'm the host of this show. Uh, we're coming to you live on YouTube, SoundCloud, and now iTunes, actually. So thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, let's get everything started here. Today, I got on another guest, a good friend of mine, uh, old homie from high school, my boy Jay Killa, a.k.a. Julio Delgadillo. What's going on, brother? What's, What's going, going on? on, brother? Man. Bro, I'm brother excited man. to get you on today, man, and uh, just talk about life and talk about Facts. experiences and all that stuff. Facts. Man, I appreciate you. Do I appreciate you, Monday, man? And uh, just later. having a little conversation with me, bro. Can I just say this, man? is so nice. He brought me a water, yo. Bro, shout out to this Life Water. So Every nice. podcast. Life Water, you got to hit me up now, though. I'm going to start Thanks. charging you some bread. But, you know, it's cool. Uh, hit me up with that promo code so we can get uh, <laughs> my listeners uh, some water. So, but, uh, Jay Killa, Julio, uh, who is Jay Killa today? How old are you? Kind of give the people that don't know you just a little bit about yourself real quick. So I am 19 years of age. Mm-hmm. I still feel 17 for some reason. I don't know why. Do you ever feel like that way? That, bro. Yeah, I feel like high school me is like still embedded in me a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why. I yeah. just feel that way. I feel like I don't be clowning around as much sometimes. but I do feel yeah. uh, Jay Killer, man, he's just an artist, experiment in life. I'm experimenter of life. I wouldn't really call myself an artist but you know just i don't know man i just kind of live in the world right now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um just experimenting with a lot of things in my life and see what goes right with me you know what i mean absolutely absolutely uh jay killer like talk about your experience growing up like where did you go to school kind of where did you grow up and how was your experience with it yeah well i mean if we really want to dive into it i was born in california yes sir yes sir los angeles you know and blue face baby (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then uh moved up to iowa des moines when did you do that what age were you man i was young brother i was young i was probably like four years three years old were yeah it was so your just, siblings weren't even born there were they oh uh, no nah, i don't maybe my brother was a little yeah. young i don't know yeah. could be reaching but <clears throat> it was nice that we moved over here we got a new house yeah. uh it was pretty beautiful really really like lonely here when yeah. we came bro yeah. like no mexican in sight nothing yeah. um then went to Harding Middle School. I was like, okay, there's colored people here. I, yeah. I'm messing with it. I'm messing with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I met Miss Rons and Miss Lang. And then that's kind of where it all just took Things off. went off and yeah, you became right. Jay Kill. Uh, you know, I became Jay Kill. That yeah. shit. That shit was crazy. <laughs> uh, we're going to get into that really into depth, too. Uh, so, Jay Kill, tell me about your first experience with movement 515 like mm. you're talking about harding middle school oh. and i know the ma- basically the main story of it uh but kind of tell people the first experience that you've had with movement 515 yeah you betcha so <clears throat> i was about sixth grade um no actually seventh grade seventh grade uh, i was taking some elo classes mm-hmm. i don't know why i was in those but they had me in those uh, did you know english back then bro i did like they were trying to just put me in a category i'm like I know my English. Like, Did your, you like, parents about? sign up some shit saying, like, oh, we only speak Spanish at home type shit? I think something. it's that, but, I, I like, I knew what I was reading. I just yeah. think because I would just stutter my words and stuff that they just thought I was, like, illiterate or something. I'm like, yeah, bro, I know what weird. I'm talking about. You know that's what I'm saying? That's weird. I feel like, do you feel like that's changed a lot in schools now? Though? I, like, I, I hope like so. I feel like it's even worse now, though, because, like, 
I feel like they're always asking like on a like those ITBS tests or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, bro. Are you Hispanic or mm-hmm. Latino? Dot yeah, whatever, you know bro. what I mean. I'm That's like, why I always put other on like on the surveys yeah, when they ask you. Like, like, why bro, you need like, all my race for? Exactly, like, and it's like weird that they got like some like. They have like, what's your race? And mm-hmm. then like, the Hispanic Latino is like yeah. all the way in the different category. That's I'm what I'm like, saying. Like, that's extra as fuck. What are you like, talking about? Who like, cares, you know bro? what I mean? Like, but yeah, they had me in an ELO class, and I was like, okay. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I think Mr. Rollins approached me one day. He just thought I was a really cool kid. I had a, like a like a posse around me a lot of the yeah. times in the hallway, and they're like, hey, like you know, you, you seem really cool. Do you want to like? do like a not like a poem it was more like a script or something okay for, for a show they were having okay and i was like uh sure like i'll, I'll do it and, I, and at the time i was in their class it was called hip-hop rhetoric and rhyme okay and it was just a bunch of cool kids in that class and yeah. I, I think they did that on purpose just to you know get the cool kids on the pedestal so mm-hmm. that you know all the younger people could see and uh kind of like start a movement <clears throat> anyways i was on the stage and then i was reading the script i had no idea what i was reading but yeah. uh everybody was like dude you, you got like a voice like i'm like i guess like yeah, i could just write in bro but do my thing yeah you know what i mean but uh i was like dude okay and then like at the time my mom thought i had made it because i was on the stage and people yeah. were listening i was like mom do you really think i could do this like, <laughs> Shout out to all the moms yeah. everywhere, bro. She was hyping me up. She was on yeah. the side hyping me up. So you know, bro, your mom's always been bro, number she, one fan, bro. Yeah, bro. She just she's a lover, bro. Man, I'm a huge mama boy, man. Yeah, huge, I remember your bro. poems in high school too that you wrote about like your mom and your grandma. I think mm, too. My grandma, yeah. Man, I was like dropping tears, pimp tears, Red be rolling like down that, my bro. face and be shit, bro. That I love shit. my mom a lot, man. She's yeah. really cool. She's really yeah. cool. Well, I feel like you know. I feel like in middle school, it was kind of, like, weird. Like, it was, like, weird to show love to your parents and Facts. shit. Facts. But it's, like, now that, like, we're older, it's, like, damn, I love my mom. It's cool. Like, like you know, you see, out, you know, you know what I'm mean? saying? Like, you see time flying, you're just, like, okay, I really need to cherish yeah, my mom. Yeah, and that's, like, lo- like, that's life. That's the person that mm. gave you life. You know, like, you're supposed to show love yeah. to the people that are yeah. closest to you and everything That's true, else, bro. You know? And, like, to tag on that, like, I don't know, I just, like, I, used, I think it used to be weird to show love to my dad, like yeah. corny a little bit, like kind of you know tied into my masculinity or whatever. But I was mm-hmm. just like, I got to the point like maybe last year I was like, you know what, like time is really flying. I see my dad coming yeah. home from work tired, like just hug the man, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just tell him you love him, you know exactly. what I'm saying? It really, really goes a long way. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I think that it's probably just society's like Bro, thing about it, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm not too sure if it's iowa that's like it's cool to love your parents but mm-hmm. there's some people that don't love their parents yeah, i don't know right. yeah, I I feel like, the, yeah yeah some of the people like they just get all like oh you're a pussy you love your parents yeah, yeah. i'm like what, what like, you mean? like they gave me life bro like let me do my thing bro mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i do know okay. what you mean yeah i see it a lot but yeah I mean, it's really weird that that's like that but hopefully it'll change one day uh-huh. i think that it already kind of has especially as you grow older. slowly changing yeah because you know I mean? i'm just like i see a bunch of my homies and they're like oh i fucking hate my parents and i'm like why do you hate your parents like, yeah for what yeah and they're like some like little shit like they'll be like it'll be some oh, little shit yeah. me or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm just like bro like you probably shouldn't have been doing what you're doing yeah so take ownership you know like mm-hmm. they're here to like look after you and to make sure exactly. that you got a good head on your shoulders and shit exactly so, you know and to be honest parents, yeah yeah shout out, out to all the parents I mean, to be honest my mom's right like 99 percent of the time exactly because like you know, there's always those statements that, like, your mom was telling you, like, when you grow up, she's mm. like, 
I've been through it all, and I know what I'm talking about, so yeah. you should listen to me. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, like, you yeah. don't know shit about middle school. You don't know Like, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you learn as the things go, and I you're do like, damn, my mom was right. It just makes a lot of sense when yeah. you get older. You're just like, oh, damn, this is what you were talking about. Said, like, that oh, like, it's, that's a tough pill to swallow, but uh, my mom was right. Uh, I hate saying it, yeah. but oh, I hate saying man, it, but she was right, Mama Libby. Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. Love you. For real. And the dads, too. We mm-hmm. care about you, too. Shout out to all the pops out there. Uh, so, Julio, tell me about like uh, your high school experience mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. I went to North High. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was supposed to go to Hoover. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. It was like, you know, in fifth grade, you get those letters and you, it says, you know, what who, what school you should go to. Yeah. Mine said Hoover. And I was really? like, I'm not trying to go to Hoover. Like, so were you, you were like right in the middle of both districts oh, like, yeah, or I'm like what? borderline, yeah, okay. both schools. Okay. And to be honest, I don't think I'm closer to Hoover. I'm way closer to North. Really? I think. That's weird how that works. Yeah, I had Hoover too. on my on my script, and I was like, Nah, I don't really think I want to go there. Because yeah. at the time, I was playing baseball, and it would have made sense for me to go to Hoover since they're yeah. a little bit better than North. Yeah. But I was like, I don't think I want to pursue baseball anymore. Yeah. I don't think this is for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not a physical guy. I mean, y'all see me. I'm like, I'm. You know what it's I mean? all good, bro. Shoot. Um. So then I went to to North, man, and. I was bad. I was, you know, freshman year. I just didn't know what was going yeah. on. I was, you know, just being rowdy and, you know, mm-hmm. crazy. I was on my iPad all the time, like, because, yeah. you know, they gave out iPads yeah, first Yeah, you guys did get the plug on that stuff, mm-hmm. too. That was Dude, I was playing, plug. like, Happy Wheels on that all the time. I was like, <laughs> that thing, like, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. It was lit, bro. Like, I was playing. I was, like, not paying attention to any of my classes on the iPad. And then uh, sophomore year, I got hit really bad with, like, some testing that was going on. I don't know what testing it was, but I was like... They had some obscure-ass testing. Yeah, but, like, school. sophomore year just, like, went up, like, many levels. I yeah, was like, it was okay, like... We had, crazy. like, what those... Uh, did you guys take, like, those SRI, SMI I, bro, tests? I honestly think that's what it might have been. Yeah, like, that uh, tells you, like, what your reading comprehension yeah. is and, like, all that. And I'm yeah. like... And then you would take, like, some ITBS shit, and then, like, the ACTs was the year after that. It was like, mm-hmm. there's all this testing, bro. Like, mm-hmm. get off my butt. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's And weird. then uh, one day they had me go down to the counselor's office, and there was, mm-hmm. like, go talk to her about your grades and stuff. And I was, like, worried, like, I ought to go do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This girl going to tell me, like, she's telling me about my GPA. I had no idea what a GPA was until sophomore year. Word. Oh, bro, I was like, I didn't know what the fuck is that. I'm just like, here bro, to, what is so a, I don't get fine. That's what I'm saying. I was like, what is a GPA? Uh-huh. They're like, well, it's a number that brands you throughout your whole school. And I was like, bro, that is insane. Like, mm-hmm. at the, you know, my GPA was low then. Like, it really? was low. Like, I can't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was well under, like, 2.0. Like, wow. trash, bro. So they were worried about you. Yeah, I think they're yeah they're pretty worried about me i didn't even know what was going Damn. on so then junior year hit me right and that's the that's what testing goes on junior year that's again. act i Bro, think for the state of iowa act man that's a real like <laughs> that was like a gut check i'm like whoa i took that shit like twice <laughs> got the same score both times <laughs> i was like fuck and then it's like now looking back on that i'm like what the fuck was a pandemic? <laughs> <Like, laughs> I'm like, for real, like, about, I'm yeah. not like trying to go to Harvard or nothing. But That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it's like, I don't understand why those tests are so important. Yeah. Especially like junior year of high mm. school. It's like, I haven't even let alone thought about college, mm. but you're going to put this test in front of me. Right. It's like, right. 
It's college level. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, come, like, in this score that I'm taking as I'm 16, 17 years old Uh, is going to affect affect my whole trajectory of my life. I'm like, whoa, no pressure. pressure, (laughs) It's like, fuck you, but no pressure. Uh, That, yeah, I don't know. That... It's bad. Bro. I think that that needs to change a lot, bro, and I think facts. that the SAT is even worse. I didn't take the SAT. I didn't even take. I think, that. Isn't it math or some shit? SAT is like the same thing, but the scale is different. Mm. So like ACT is like one through thirty six, I think, for mm. the scores, and then uh, SAT. Guys might fucking grill me in the comments, but <laughs> I think that it's like zero to like sixteen hundred or something God, like that. Yeah, that. yeah, so it's like it's like a different scale for the scores and stuff. Yeah. So, but yeah, that it was just like I heard that the SAT was harder though, and that's like the I think the ACT is more of like a, a Midwest thing, okay. and then SAT is like everywhere else. Okay. But yeah, it was really yeah, weird. That test really messed me up, bro. Like yeah, like mentally, I was like. Bro, like, I never want to take anything like that yeah. again, ever. Like, this is not what I want to do, Bro, and then those shits were time, too. I, yeah, I have, bro. like, really bad test anxiety, bro. That Literally, shit. Bro, that like, shit. Oh, I'll just be sitting there, like, just, like, I need a pee, shit, yeah, all that before bro. anything, bro. And then it's like, they said, you got to take, you got to do... 40 questions in like 35 minutes and then you gotta yeah. read some crazy ass shit and, and then like, the essay part yeah i'm like bro what <laughs> they I'm were like, hitting nope. it bro i'm like okay y'all, y'all off the gas for this mm-hmm. test that yeah that mm-hmm. that test was bad man because i was like i took it once on like a saturday morning yeah they take that shit so seriously they really bro. do brother. bro i remember uh i like just got this nike watch right yeah. so it was like prior to like everybody getting apple watches uh-huh. and shit but they were like you cannot have an apple watch oh, out wow. in this test because it like has access mm, to the internet like, and like all the thing, shit yeah. right and so like i'm like maybe two three tests in or whatever mm. and this guy comes over to me and he's like looking at me and i'm like can i help you like i'm in the middle of taking my test or whatever and yeah. he's like is that an Apple Watch? <laughs> and I'm like, no, bro. It's a Nike Watch. Yeah. It does not have access to the internet. But he was trying to finesse my test. I was like, no, you're not taking my you test for me, bro. Yeah, because this one girl that was next to me, she was like looking back in the test booklet and shit. Mm. He said, nope. Took her test, bro. She, We were like on her last test, I think. And Wait, what did she do? She, like, was looking back. Like, you know they say that you can't look back in the test booklet, like, once, like, you've taken one test. Like, so, if, say if we took, like, the math portion first yeah. and we're at the English portion, you can't go back and look at the math portion. Does that make sense? Yeah, but why would you want to look at the math? Because, like, maybe she didn't get some test questions done or whatever. Oh, you know I know what, what you I mean. mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Okay. So, like, like, time is part of the yeah. time portion. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes so, sense. like, that makes sense. she went back and, like, was looking at shit yeah. and he came over and saw that shit, bro and he took her test bro and she left the room <laughs> whole saturday morning gone i think it was like 50 dollars to take that fucking test too gone bro i'm like wow they really take this shit serious yeah. bro i was <laughs> about the pain part i, I was shook. i remember i took my act and i was like damn i'm not happy with this score yeah and i go back and i have to pay I have to pay yeah. like fifty bucks, bro. I pay it. I get a lower score, bro. I'm yeah. mad salty, bro. I was shook, bro. That yeah, because I took it the first time and I was like, 
date. I'm like, this was yeah. not good. <laughs> but I hadn't, but I hadn't taken my free one yet yeah. at school. So I was like, uh-huh. all right, so I got some practice in, whatever. And then the mm-hmm. school one comes, and then I'm like, damn, I think I spaz, whatever, right? <laughs> and spaz. like, okay. bro, my scores, like, I think I did really good on like the math and science on the first one, uh-huh. and then. I did like shitty on the English ones or whatever. Yeah. And then the, the second time I took it, I flip flopped. So like I did shitty on the math and science and shit. And so it was the basically same, the same. I got the same score. I was oh, like, bro, that's tough. Oh my God. That is I'm tough. Pissed, bro. That's I was pissed. Tough. And like my score was like, it was like average, whatever, or like a point below average. I was like, mm-hmm. I think I got like a 17 or some shit. I was like, a, yeah, I think I got like, I had 17 on my first time. Too. Yeah. Dude, was it was like, trash. Dude, yeah. It was trash. And then like a bunch of my other friends, like, I remember one of my homies, he took it, and he, like, I think he said he slept through, like, half of it, and he got a 23. I was like, what? I was like, wow, okay. But he was destined to be great. Yeah, I was like, okay. And he was like, I don't even think he goes to college now. And it's like, okay, well, that's how life works, I guess. But, yeah, I was obviously overthinking that shit way too hard. And it's crazy that you say it because a lot of people that did good, like that I saw did good, Mm -hmm. you know, did a lot of great things. They didn't didn't go to, like, Harvard or anything, you know what I mean? They didn't go Mm -hmm. to Stanford or nothing. They stayed in school. Some of them even went to DMAC, you know what I mean? Well, and I think that that's, like, the best thing that I would definitely – advise anybody that's like looking at colleges right now Mm -hmm. to just like you know do the community college thing first because it's like it's literally half the price if not Mm -hmm. a quarter of the price of a university Mm -hmm. and then you're literally taking the same classes Mm -hmm. doing all your gen eds you're done in two years sometimes you can get done in like a year and a half if you wanted to and it's like you're saving so much money and then you're literally going to transfer to the university of your dreams whatever you want to do and then it's like you're getting the same degree it doesn't show that like when you get your degree that you still got a degree from harvard Mm -hmm. you still got a degree from stanford it just saves you you, it takes you that money bro yeah and then i think like dmps i didn't i don't feel like i was really prepared to go to college so i feel like if i a lot of my buddies that went to like iowa first year whatever they're like this shit's fucking hard, bro. bro like, yes. and I was not prepared for yeah. it. Whatever, you know. But like, I feel like community college. It's like, it's like like, the, like that good bridge. Yeah, you know it's, I mean? it's like you know, it's like it's mainly a high school setting kind of. It's like mm. thirty kids in your class max, mm. and you know, you you get to actually have a relationship with your professor. Right. Right. Like my professors call me if I miss class. They're That's like, lit. I'm like, That's pretty damn, lit. they really care. Like, That's pretty lit. They're right. like, where were you at in class? Today? I'm yeah. like, oh, I was sick. I yeah. forgot to email you, whatever. And uh-huh. like, you know, it's like they actually show that they care. They versus do. Like That's a, really crazy. Versus yeah. like a place like Iowa, it's like there's like seven hundred. Kids in one class, and you're like, they're still getting that check. Yeah, exactly. So you know, like, I think that no jock to anybody that went to a university first. Like, more power to you. But like, you know, if you're struggling with bread Mm -hmm. and you're like trying to just get through college just to save some money and like just to have your degree, I definitely advise you to go through the community college route. I think so too. And I don't think you should be embarrassed to go to. D-Mac exactly. Right? You know what I mean, like my fam, my whole family was like, "You're going to DMAC. You're going to DMAC." Like, yeah, I'm going to DMAC. What are you exactly. talking about? Like, I'm saving money, not you. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that like it's good for people to like look at at college as like a business standpoint. It's like you're investing in yourself. That's so it's like you know you're the one that's putting out the money, yeah. not anybody else. Nobody so it's else, like, bro. Y'all can jock me whatever you want, yeah. but you know I think there's even like some 
there's more success rates in college for people that have went to community college yeah. first and then transferred to a four-year I, degree. Okay, I can see that too because when you're when you're doing two years at a university or a college actually, BMAC, mm-hmm. you know, you transfer, you know, it's refreshing. It's like a new page, yeah. you know, a new chapter. You're doing something new. You're doing bigger things. Mm-hmm. You know? Whereas if if you go four years into a university, and I know I'm not bashing nobody, you know, but like mm-hmm. you just it kind of seems like a repetitive schedule, yeah. four constant years. Yeah. You know what I mean, especially if you're at the same university, absolutely. All four years, you know yeah. And then if you're, like, really not digging college, then it's, like, mm. everything's so repetitive, like you yeah. said. And it's, like, yeah. that's how people drop out, I feel like. I you know? feel you, And brother. I feel like, you know, switching up the pace every couple of years, uh-huh. it's, like, it's good. It's I nice and refreshing you. and everything. And, like, yeah. you can look at it as, like, you only have four semesters versus, like, fucking eight or whatever you got to yeah, do to whatever. graduate college. Yeah, yeah. Lot, it's a lot. Yeah, so I think that, <clears> you know, if you guys are struggling with college out there or whatever, you know, just – do your research and uh, you just know. stay motivated. Yeah, just you know figure it out. Just stay motivated. It's really easy. That's why I like DMAC though. When you were mm-hmm. talking about changing your schedule, like I did uh, Tuesday, Thursdays uh, last mm-hmm. semester, and then this semester I switched to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just because you know I want to try something new. Yeah. I feel like Monday, Wednesday, Friday is the more college kid yeah. uh, schedule, mm-hmm. um, and especially in the mornings as well. So I see a lot more younger folks than yeah. I did when I was taking evening classes. You yeah. just walk in, you see a lot of old people. You're just like, yeah, Fuck. and that's the other thing about college is like. I didn't realize that, like, so many older people went mm. to college, too. Like, yeah. I thought that it was, like, everybody was, like, 18, Young, 19, yeah. 20, 21, maybe, or whatever. But it's, like, it's very diverse. It's really in, like, is, the man. age range. Like, I had, like, a, uh, a lady in my first semester that I took, like, this teaching class. And uh, she was, like, probably 60, to be honest. Like, she yeah. was old. Like, she was, like, as old as our teacher. So it was, like, that's really interesting mm. to see, you know. It's, like... I couldn't imagine being in classes at that point and like, you know, I feel like it takes guts to like mm-hmm. go out and like try to get a degree that late in life. Yeah. So like I definitely respect it. I, I know what you mean. A good like way, a lot though. of determination to yeah. really succeed and do what Yeah, you because do. like I feel like if I'm not gonna go to college now, mm-hmm. I won't ever. Go. Yeah. I do feel you on that. Yeah. I do like, feel you on that strongly. Yeah, because that's like I'm just sticking with the school shit. Cause like I know mm-hmm. if I took a year off, I'd be like, it's over. Damn. I'm not going back. I'm not going back to and this I, motherfucker. I, and I feel you, brother. Because mm-hmm. I feel like uh, if you got like maybe a good paying job or something, you're gonna want to stick to that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're gonna have goals built up off of what that money you're making. You're exactly. Like, this money I could buy buy a car. Or, you know, yeah. I could probably move out pretty soon here mm-hmm. if I just stick to this job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's why I feel like you should stay in school, whether it's part time, full time. Yeah. I uh, really keep that fire going in you. Yeah. Because you know I, mean? I feel like it is. There's always those people that say, like, it's so much harder to go back to school than it is to just stay in, yeah. you know? So, like, because I just, I don't know when, I, when else I would go. Because, like, especially, like, later in life, like, when you have kids and yeah, everything bro, else, you get it's busy. like, you get busy, that's bro. life, man. It's like, yeah, get busy, I'm never going to be able to. And then I feel like I wouldn't use my degree, too, mm. at that point in life, because mm. I'm like, already been working my ass off, all this shit. You, you already know? got a seniority in this other Yeah, and it's like, up. so what's the point, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like. And then there's, like, that stigma of, like, people that graduate college, they're, like, they don't know what to use their degree yeah. with. Yeah. And that that kind of scares me. But I'm, like, I do feel I'm you. just going to get some generic degree, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, I'll be good. Like, I'm getting, like, an English degree, and I'm planning on being, like, a fucking pilot. So it's, like, the correlation between those is, like, totally astronomically different. But, uh-huh. like, I know the job that I want requires that I just have a degree. It doesn't yeah. matter what it's in. Like, I don't got to get it in, like, some 
plain science bullshit like i'm good like yeah. I, I can just have an english degree and then that's like it's easily easily transferable to yeah. any type of job industry that yeah. i wanted to go into so you know i think that when you're going into college you have to like know at least a little bit about what you yeah. want to do okay. and then you know there's a lot of people that by the time it's like their junior senior year they've already like done all of the classes and filled the requirements and they're like fuck <laughs> i don't want to be a psychology major <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like you know so it's bro, like yeah. i feel like you have to know at least yeah. like semi of what you want to do uh -huh. and like you know uh my i think my counselors they were telling me like you should at least have like a handful of different backup plans uh, that you could have in college so okay. and like especially if like you can do one degree it's kind of like the tree trunk right yeah. so then like all these fingers are your branches that you could go off and oh, that's lit. you that's know what like, i mean yeah, so like i feel like that's i feel like that was instilled in me when i was in high school and that really yeah. allowed me to like get a figure on like what this college thing actually is and everything so yeah. you know i think that people just have to do their research though. that's a yeah that's a good way to think about it though you just got one route in there you yeah. got many ways to go because that's like really smart. say if you do something like english it's like I could go work for a newspaper, yeah. I could go work for a media station, I could be a pilot like I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could do a lot of these things because it's easily transferable. Like everybody needs a writer. Yeah. Everybody needs to write in. And it's not going to go job. away. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to go away, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So like versus like somebody that's like no jock on anybody that's doing like something like crazy. But it's like if you're doing like I want to say like computer science with like something like whatever computer science is good though i think yeah. too but like something that's very like specific to like one career field that's really tough because then it's like you can only have like what just like agriculture yeah so it's like you know if the agriculture career goes to shit yeah. it's like what am i gonna do now like, i already have the degree but it's like everything's it's like just like automated fun. now or whatever you know what i yeah. mean so like you know i think that you just have to do your research before yeah. you actually Absolutely. choose a major but then you also have to be like interested in it too you gotta be really engaged i mean that's partially why the reason i chose uh industrial design because mm -hmm. uh, i feel like you could do a lot with that yeah and i think the main priority for me is just to make shoes for like you know adidas or like yep. nike or something you know even just like Filas or something. Words. You, know, so you like, are trying to get into the fashion. Yeah, industry. like Skechers. Like I'd be yeah. cool with doing shoes for Skechers. Like mm -hmm. you know, it's a cool gig. But if that don't work out, you know, I can still make faucets for like some, yeah. you know, I don't know, sink company or yeah. design refrigerators or mm -hmm. make couches. Well, you could probably do like interior design. Yeah, for yeah. Houses I think that's and, lit, bro. That's yeah. really fucking lit. Yeah, it's like you're always doing the design portion of it, yeah. but there's multiple industries yeah. that you could get into. And the youth is so fascinated, fascinated, fascinated by mm -hmm. uh, interior design. You know, you see uh -huh. them on Twitter, like, oh my god, dream house goals. Like, yeah. it's, it's beautiful though. Like, it's, it's like that. Aesthetic and shit. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like having glass walls in your crib, bro. Like yeah. you don't want that. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. I don't know, man. I think that it's good to know that like you got a good head on your shoulders and like you mm. look at it like in a way that you have to have like a backup plan yeah. almost. Because I think that a lot of people they it's like cool that like you have your mindset on like one thing. Yeah, but bro. you know the truth to life is like not everything goes according to plan. Facts. So it's our truth. If if things go bad, what's yeah. your next move? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so I you can't put all your eggs in one basket. That's what I tell a lot I of people. Do you. you can't do that. You can't do that, bro. Yeah. You can't. It's like, it's bad. Because then it's like, once college comes, it's like, you've already spent 
20,000, 30,000. <laughs> some it, some people You're are way it. more invested into it. You're it's in like, it. Damn, You're in it. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, you know, I think that people just have to go in it with a good mind and yeah. be willing to take the information that's given mm-hmm. to them, too. But, yeah, I think it's interesting shit, man. It's interesting shit. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your first performance with Movement 515. Oh. Was that in high school for you, or is that that was sixth grade for you, or seventh grade? Yeah. I'm, oh, bro, I don't even remember. I'm trying to think. That was in middle school. That was, was in middle, middle school. school, seventh grade. Were you in it before it like was even called like Movement 515 yeah, and everything yeah. like that? Uh, because you said, what was it? Uh, it? It was a class. Okay. It was a class at first. They just okay. called it by a class. And then, mm-hmm. you know, instead of, you know, the daily Thursday workshops they had, I don't think it's Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday workshops they had. Yeah. Now, uh, they were just workshops. Like, they didn't have okay. a name on them. You just show up, pull up with your notebook, pencil, and then we'll get down. Right. Um, they didn't have a name on it. So I, was, I would just pull up. And it was called Hip uh, hip Hop Rhetoric and Rhyme. And mm-hmm. in seventh grade is when I did my first performance. It was, like, at the Fort Des Moines something like a church or something okay and i did a zombie poem <clears throat> now i felt like shout out to the zombie poem i felt like the shit you know what i'm saying Year. i felt like the shit you know what i'm saying uh and you know, i just did a zombie poem and then i i guess i blew up after that yeah because nobody was really doing zombie poems it was you know sticking to the hardcore yeah. like love is you and you is love you know what i mean and i was mm-hmm. like okay let's switch it up here you know let's, let's get some this. let's get some should, wheels turning here yeah well i think that that's what i loved about your writing is like you weren't afraid to mm-hmm. like do something very abstract and obscure like yeah. that people like it would get people to think you know mm-hmm. so like that yeah. i don't know and every time i fucking watched you perform i was like yeah bro, but it was, bro that's how i felt when i first joined bro like i was a fucking seventh grade kid like i don't know what the yeah. fuck i was writing like i don't know i had no idea what creative writing yeah. was you know what i'm saying until so i actually you know learned it from all these other kids i was mm-hmm. it was like six of us bro and i was in there with leah and like hattie and mm-hmm. you know the, Really smart woman, bro. Really smart, bro. They were so smart. Yeah. I was very intimidated. I was like, okay, y'all are just writing about some crazy shit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what are y'all, what are y'all talking about. Like, I don't yeah. know this vocabulary. Uh-huh. How are y'all putting these words together? How are y- how are y'all structuring it? Like, yeah. I need a rubric. Like, I need to know how to do this. Yeah. And it was just part of learning, like watching them, studying them, how they mm-hmm. move, how they write. Uh, even Mr. Ron's, like, he would just share a lot of his poems. I used to be so intimidated, bro. Like, first yeah. of all, because he's white. Like, I just needed, I need to really impress this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. it's all a matter of learning, I bro. I think that that's, like, the weird thing about art, though, is, like, mm-hmm. art can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, some people do get very intimidated yeah, by bro. people that are, like, already, like, established in that field. Yeah, brother. You know, like, especially, like poetry like i came into the poetry shit like yeah. very late i feel like it mm-hmm. was like junior year for me maybe uh, senior year like when i got serious about it yeah. and it was like you know there's already like all these people like you jaleesha fucking mm-hmm. maddie like everybody was like yeah. already fucking killing it and yeah. i was like damn like where you're kind of scared so you know what i mean I it's I like but it's like I had this like moment of revelation. I was like, you know, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna write. Like I love writing. Yeah, dude. Not only just because like I love poetry, but yeah. like I'm using it to like just let go of everything that I've been through. You know what I mean? So like that's that's something that's beautiful, at least about poetry, mm. you know. I think you're absolutely right, bro, and you're and you're mm. onto something here. Like, you know, that zombie poem came from somewhere, you know. Yeah. Um I think I was having a lot of family troubles at home and I just didn't know how to express it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to tell the world like 
you know, I'm having family troubles, but I yeah. also wanted to tell the world, like, hey, I got a voice. Like, can you accept my voice first? Yep. And then I could tell you more about myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that's what the step I took was was pretty smart. Yeah. And then, you know, I got a lot of people to listen to me and, you know, hear me out. And, man, it was just really cool to have a family for you. Yeah. Second family, at least, yeah. to be there for you. Well, I think that, like, the movement 515 shit, man, that... Mm-hmm. I wrote about it in a blog post that's, like, going to come out on Friday. But, like, Ooh, I was, wait, like... okay, okay. Uh, like shout out to Movement Five One Five, obviously, and uh, shout out to Teen Summit. This shit's uh-huh. gonna be like way long It'll be done, late, right? but yeah. like by the time that this airs. But yeah, man, I talked about like how Teen Summit was like my first experience with mm-hmm. them, and that was like sophomore year of high school, and like it really changed my life in yeah. like a lot of different ways because it's like I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing now yeah. without it because you know they taught me so much about myself mm-hmm. and like to be like to get in touch with myself and then with my feelings and everything else and like you know it create they created this community that like it was like this cool thing to talk about your feelings yes and like before that like i was like playing football like doing Uh all these like masculine ass shit you know what i I mean it's like you know all my homies are like wow bro you're like you're a fucking pussy if you like (laughs) talk about your feelings and shit or like and crying about shit you know that's so accurate and it's like now it's like they all thought that that shit was so cool it's right. like i don't know what happened but yeah. it was like things just change Dude, and they're that's, like bro, that's so crazy and i bro. think that it's that thing of like you have to be confident uh-huh. you have to be confident of what you're fucking doing yeah, and dude. your homies and everybody yeah. else will respect absolutely that. absolutely mm-hmm. brother like bro even at home like my whole my, my family members like when i first started getting into poetry like mm-hmm. my mom wasn't supportive at first like I, I read her one of my poems she was like don't you need to like write it a little bit better i'm like you know what mom i got it like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i got it you yep. know what I, mean? I know what sounds good to me yeah and then like even like my my uncles are like are you doing poetry that's kind of gay like why don't you yeah. play some football uh-huh. i'm like what you mean and, and even to like my friends like at, at yeah. the, the time that i had you know these other sort of friends they were just like you're doing poetry like isn't that for girls like what are you, what are you yeah like? and then i was dressing different like why are you rolling up your pants type shit mm-hmm. and now it's like bro like what are y'all not feeling like, what i'm doing live, like bro. you know what i'm saying yeah it was bro like uh, being a poet, like a male Latina poet coming up, bro, it was really hard because I got mm-hmm. a lot of bash, bro, but I knew what was right in my head, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I was like, I have a lot of passion and a lot of, like, I don't know, determination to be the best I could be yeah. at that time, you know? And it, mm-hmm. and it worked perfectly for me because they all doubted me at the end, but, man, it was really yeah. good outcome, bro. Well, and I think that, like, you know, you definitely went through a lot of things that mm. I couldn't even imagine because mm. it's like, you did it, like, you're one of the pioneers of poetry movement Uh, in des moines at least like so nobody was doing it while you were doing it and like Mm -hmm. it was very it was very different and it was out there and people didn't really know what was going on versus like me i got into it sophomore year and it's like they were doing the teen summits they were doing like things that people were very interested in they were Mm -hmm. like this shit looks fucking dope this shit looks fun but they started from the ground and you were a part of that ground yeah that ground step that ground floor ground zero basically yeah. you know but you know i would have loved to have started like right in teen summit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying that would have really been like yeah wow what am i not but then i feel like it taught you something yeah. though like that you you didn't crack to those people that were talking shit about yeah, you dude. Or, like calling you that was, gay tough, that was a tough time yeah. that was a tough time bro. yeah and i think that like you know i feel like i taught my school a lot because mm-hmm. like i was in charge like when we did the youth board stuff like i feel yeah. like i was in charge of lincoln like yeah, getting dude. on 
the like getting on the map with this mm-hmm. because like I feel like it was very north driven, it was very east driven, and yeah. uh, Roosevelt was probably up there too, and Hoover as, as well. Mm-hmm. But like Lincoln didn't really have it yeah. as much. Like it was like that's why you were, was, I, yeah. yeah the group was like non-existent yeah, before bro. like me and Mila stepped in. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it was it was tough for people to get behind yeah, it. it but then tough, like bro. we just like built a group and like i feel like a lot of people were like surprised mm-hmm. that i was like on the forefront of it yeah. and it was it was interesting but i think that it taught a lot of people that i was going to school with because a lot of them were very like skeptical and they weren't they were like what the fuck is poetry like, <laughs> yeah. like, like they were just like you know yeah, and it's like bro. they saw that i was like the one that was doing it and they yeah. were like fuck nico's a dope guy like he's chill you know and it's like i was friends with a lot of them and like uh-huh. a lot of my friends that were skeptical on it they're like shit man like i'm gonna go and support my guy nico man like Thanks. that's dope so like Thanks. you know but i think that it takes some people to be in those positions of mm. power and whatever and the and to just like make things happen for it to like be deemed cool or whatever yeah, and i feel like that's really whack because it like, is whack bro i hate it bro. I, I don't know what it is it's those social norms man yeah, i dude. fucking hate it it's and terrible like i don't know bro like when, when i first started you know getting on the news and started getting mm-hmm. some publicity like you know my family members started hopping on it they were like oh why you're really good you know like sorry about you know i should yeah. go one of your shows i'm like dude fuck you yeah like, and you know, i think that's me. fake too because yeah. it's like you know when you're getting traction then you're like yeah, dude fuck now there's a bunch but that's of when i you know me. that made me realize the people that were there for me the whole entire time like mr mm-hmm. ron's miss slang never fucking gave up on me bro yeah like never like yeah. even in tough times where i just couldn't even write bro even mm-hmm. you know they kind of birthed me to write you know what i mean yeah. like it's so weird to think of them as parents but they're like if you were to ask me like <clears throat> middle school coming in like you know who, do you see yourself being attached to these people i would be like fuck no like oh, no, yeah, they're teachers bro. Like, like, yeah you're sh- teachers whatever. i don't give a shit about these teachers yeah, you know what i mean mm-hmm. they're from harding i don't give a shit about them but damn they're really good people bro. yeah like, they were there for me from the start yeah. brother and then uh we did that documentary bro i had family members that, that never contact me call me like like people coming up to me like i had no idea of them they were like dude we love your poetry like you know like that's so weird like yeah, bro, i feel like once things like hit the media since we're in that mm. media generation yeah. like people start to take you seriously yeah, that's very bro. sad too mm. you know i think mm. that you know people need to surround themselves with people that believe in the vision and believe in the yeah. idea of something versus mm. like somebody that believes in something just because of the clout you know bro yeah and you started to kind of see that uh more into the years of movement 515 that people would just show up just for some publicity mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i guess there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean but it's still yeah. like you're not there for the right reason yeah. you got to be there to really be passionate about what you're doing yeah you know what i mean because like i feel like when i got into it sophomore year i feel like it was it was still a little bit underground but people were starting to kind of it was starting to get traction yeah. but why I fell in love with Movement 515 is because of the experience and also the issues and the social justice issues that we were talking about. And it was like, holy fuck. Like, I was like, I had no idea that I cared so much about all this stuff. And I think that, you know, I was always surrounded by dudes that just were not open to everything, Mm. you know, like they... Like, if somebody said that they were gay, they were like, oh, yeah. you're fucking gay, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's like, that's sad. And I think that, you know, I was always, like, the one to step back from that. And I yeah. was like, you know, 
that I person can that. live their life, bro. Like, yeah, let them bro. live their life. Like, they, they are still a human being, regardless Literally, of what brother. it is, you know? And we talked about some serious shit, like, uh, like immigrants and, yeah. you know, uh, like, being black in America yeah. and, you know, about white privilege. Like, all, the, all these things that, like, I still talk about today mm. and that I see all the time and I'm, like, such an advocate for. Yeah. And, like, I'm not afraid to, like, voice my opinion over it. Right. You know, I think that that's, that's what draw, drew me to being a part of it and I yeah. wanted to keep going with it like I did I started with the teen summit thing and then I got into the urban leadership class the following year mm. talked about a bunch of stuff got introduced to poetry yeah. did the movement 515 side of it and uh, went to a bunch of the poetry workshops and then senior year we were part of the youth board it was like you know I wanted so much of it yeah. I wanted everything that they could possibly give because like I believed in it so much mm. you know and I think that it taught the others around me that like shit like nico's actually supporting a lot of these things and it like it changed people's perspectives Mm -hmm. and i think that it takes one person to change somebody's perspective and to change their minds about like you know it's not cool for me to be hating on people that are gay or hating on people that have a different skin color than me or whatever you know and i think that especially if it's somebody that you're very close to yeah. and that you don't really care what they do around you it's like fuck like they're woke on this so like yeah, i have bro. to do my part to be a yeah, part of bro. that too so no i feel you because I, I feel like i was you know i was what freshman in high school and i feel mm-hmm. like i was the wokest person in my family like or even like in my peer selection mm-hmm. like i was just the wokest person because yeah. of, you know mr and miss link's curriculum and i was yeah. like what do you mean you guys don't know about this stuff like what do you mean mm-hmm. what do you mean black lives don't matter like what do you yeah. mean like, what, what do you mean there's you know what i'm saying like it's hard when people around you don't know what's happening yeah. and you're sitting here like wake the fuck up you know yeah. what I mean? like, wake the fuck up yeah you know and it's mean? like you know it's hard, especially, like, the days that we're living in right now with, like, the whole Donald Trump era and yeah, shit, bro. but, you know, I think that if people, if a group of human beings are being put down because of who they identify themselves with, mm-hmm. I think that that's wrong. Yeah. And somebody can say that, you know, oh, you support the black Lives matter movement yeah. whatever all this shit like, like you hate white people and you hate people of all other races i'm like yeah. no you don't understand <laughs> yeah. what the meaning behind the movements are Thanks. so like you have to like erase all that bullshit from mm-hmm. your mind that you're hearing in the media and actually listen to somebody that knows what they're Literally, talking bro. about you know so i don't know like and i still see it like all the time on like facebook and shit like yeah. and like there's a core group of like the people from movement that you know are still advocating for this shit and i love seeing it all the time and they're just like you know it's just like i feel like maddie and colo they're like they're always like in on like just trying to spread it bro spread it like you know what i mean like that's that's what i think needs to be done because like you know i think that there's a difference between like forcing somebody to think like you versus you know teaching somebody that is very ignorant to the situation that you know that's not the right way to think about that but you know everybody does have their own opinions but you know i think that you have to learn to like separate that from that but and i and i would be like you know like spreading it too i'm just Mm -hmm. bro i'm just so busy working yeah fucking going to school and shit like i really do wish i could spread it more than i could right now but fuck man yeah when they tell you life outside of high school is hard that's just true right yeah that's just because like 
we were so submerged in it uh-huh. senior year especially because like it was like we lived and breathed that shit uh-huh. like it was like we would talk like in the group chat all the time it was like you know we gotta do this we gotta do this 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 yeah, this, this. it was like that was an everyday thing yeah. but like now you know you're out of high school and you're not seeing these people every day it's like fuck it's like, tough bro how, how do i get involved you know yeah and i think that something that i still do is like i write yeah. i make like youtube videos about yeah. it you know and like using my art to like bring awareness to this yeah. you know and to about these issues because a lot of people don't know and you know uh like we've been saying the whole podcast is like we do have a voice and yeah. we have to learn how to use it you know and i think that the best way to do it is through art yeah so bro. you know i do agree with that it's mm-hmm. very Julio, talk to me about uh, your trips to like Brave New Voices and BNV and like what that uh, experience was like for you. Yeah, bro. Because you went to five. Oh, okay, you remember, bro? I think uh, so. Eighth grade, I went on one, and then yeah, five. I think you're right. Five, five. Fucking crazy, five, bro. Fucking crazy. It was crazy. My first experience at BNV, man. It was like, okay, I'm in a, I'm in a group full of yeah. woke people. Like, let's yeah. get it. Let's go. And like the people that don't know about BNV, it's a very huge honor to be invited into the Brave New Voice Voices. Uh, I never personally have went, but uh, you guys went to crazy cities like across the country. Like, I think that senior year you guys went to San Francisco, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. and this was all for poetry. Like, yeah. they got selected by the people in our city and they represented Des Moines for it like that that's a huge that's honor man. so thank you man appreciate it yes uh, sir yes eighth sir great eighth grade 13 years old going into Chicago big old city mm-hmm. and the the lady on the stage asked how many 13 year olds are in the audience you know big fat ass audience bro mm-hmm. like maybe I don't know thousands of people I would assume and Three people raised their hand, and I was one of them. Wow. Three 13 year olds, bro. I was sitting there raising my hand, like, I'm 13, I'm 13, <laughs> bro. I was so shook, bro. Everybody, wow. bro, if you can imagine, bro, it was like elites all around me. Yeah. Like, people who knew what the fuck they were there for, and mm-hmm. they were competitive, bro. Like, yeah. my first competitive BMV slam fucking got bash bro like wow. we got crushed like it was bad but you know it's t- it's, t- that it's that feeling bro. bro it's that feeling of telling your story in front of uh in front of these states bro like yeah. even countries too like there was fucking i think uk in that bitch too like in that wow. bout that we were in uh nashville i think other countries bro like the states i mean but man it was just crazy like you're yeah people across the country are listening to you and they're right in front of you like yeah. that was really crazy bro and then i don't know man i was young I didn't even know what to write about. I didn't know what competitive slamming was. And then I just grew older, and then all my experiences got better, man. Mm, Really cool, bro. Bro, I'm still, like, shook about, like, uh, I remember, like, senior year at the, uh, at finals, you, like, spit, like, some diss poem, and you're, like, (laughs) said, I'm taking the crown, and I'm (laughs) oh, my God, I was Yeah, bro. I was screaming. I was, like... That's Jay Killer right there, <laughs> yeah. bro. It's like put some fucking respect on his name. I was going nuts, bro. That yeah. that was crazy. I think and I had to do it to him. Yeah. I think I had to. I think that like I don't know the poetry thing. It, it's so dope mm-hmm. to me, and like just hearing your voice, and, yeah. like this, like I feel like you're very like with me. Like obviously, like mm-hmm. we have a good relationship, but yeah. I feel like other than that, like you're just, you just kind of keep to yourself a little yeah, bit. I tried you know? to, yeah, I tried but to. But then yeah, it's like to. when you got on stage, you're like, fuck. I'm talking my shit right now for these three minutes, and y'all are gonna hear my fucking voice right now. That that was like as a fact. That was crazy as a fact. And I was like, 
Wow. Yeah, I think senior year, my 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 mentality changed a little bit. I was like, you know what, Julio, let's 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 put that humbleness aside a little bit. Yeah, you know, let's kind of just like, go all you out. You came for the crown of Jay Killer right mm-hmm. there. That that was nuts. That's true, brother. And then. Part of my senior year is like, okay, I'm gonna go to college next year. Let's just uh-huh. let's have some fun in high school, you know what yeah. I mean? And then uh, uh, having a 2.9 GPA, yeah. I was like, fuck, I really want to, you know, do a valedictorian speech. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a valedictorian though. Yeah. Okay, is there any way I could do a counselor? She's like, yeah, of course, we we could make it happen, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just taking advantage of all opportunities, bro. I was on the stage with a 2.9 GPA, GPA yeah. eight, bro. Like, just giving a speech to people and then. The, the performances like man it was so it was it's a good senior year it's for a me huge good senior year bro. for me bro that, yeah that was a good year that was a, that was a fucking good year beautiful year brother man. yeah i think that like you know a lot of people they say like don't reminisce on high school and stuff and i was mm-hmm. like well my senior year was fun yeah like, it, it was a yeah. fun time and That's i feel like yeah, it was bro. so jam-packed like between like different protests different events for mm-hmm. movement and everything mm-hmm. and like you know just living out the rest of your high school year like that that was crazy like yeah, that man. it was a jam-packed year and i had so much fun with it and you know, like, like prom was fun bro. yeah All the dances basketball games Dude, it's fun it's fun to take yeah. action and know? i think that it was just it was cool because like we were involved with like as much as we fucking could yeah you right. know and i think that that, that was just that so makes cool. your high school career seem a lot more fun yeah bro. you actually participate in those things yeah bro. It makes you cherish those moments yeah. a lot. Because I feel like college, like, I barely participate in shit. <laughs> I'm, just like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm here to do my time. I'm just here to study, and, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, it's cool, though, because, like, they got, like, a bunch of things, like, dance marathon and, like, a bunch of these mm-hmm. other things. But I'm just like, that's cool. I'll leave that for somebody else. You yeah, know? I mean, and I'm yeah. just trying to do my thing, and I feel like I got a lot on my plate and shit. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get through life, you know. But I, I think that high school is that time where it's like, you know, you got to – you gotta try everything. You do you gotta try everything. Learn, learn who you are as a person. You know, and I, I feel like you could kind of get away with doing that in college too. You're just yeah. a little more busier with yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, and I feel like you know, I've never had like that. I feel like senior year, I definitely had that more party aspect mm-hmm. to me. But you know, I feel like in college, I've learned that like, it pays to be smart. And yeah. It pays to know about life and to know about the world. You know, and mm-hmm. to know information. So I feel like you know. I think that I'm trying to just get through and learn as much information as, as I can. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of times, especially this year, that, like, I've sacrificed, like, not going to a party. Yeah. And, like, going out and, like, goofing around with my friends and yeah. shit. And it's like, you know, I'm trying to, like, create something that's bigger than myself, you know. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, you can obviously, like play have like a good balance between play and like having just fun and whatever else you know but i think that you know you have to have a good side of yourself that's like all about business you know Mm, and you gotta collect yourself yeah and you gotta you gotta be serious about what you're doing because you know if you're serious about it now Mm. by the time that we're like older and older it's like people are gonna take you a lot serious that's true you know? brother. so i think i definitely that hear you on that yeah, that's huge that people have to like realize mm. like sometimes i want to get home i want to be young i want you know i want to play some video games you know mm. i'm like fuck off fuck my homework i don't want to do that shit you know yeah. it's boring as fuck i gotta be on my in my book for like two hours just to mm. know what the fuck i gotta do for the first question like yeah you know, it's tough and sometimes i do do that but then oftentimes i'm playing i'm just like 10 minutes and i'm like all right, let's okay. Let's you know, let's yeah. Let's go do something productive, Julio. Mm-hmm. Like this shit ain't gonna you know where you're just sitting at you're on your couch just playing the video games, bro. Like yeah. studying, bro. Like 
it's it's very productive and you also feel really good about yourself afterwards yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you, you feel more rewarding of yourself for doing that yeah. um and then like it's also it if you know like if you're doing that also i've been getting more into cooking too oh word, yeah, so word. I, I see that on the vlog <laughs> shout out to the jay killer youtube channel you already know jay explores want to subscribe go ahead subscribe but um that's fine bro cooking like I usually study and then I'll cook something. Yeah. Reward myself with a little treat, maybe some yeah. salmon, some eggs or something. Ooh, you know what I mean? Some, really? Some nice, some nice, you know what I'm saying? Some nice, you know what I'm saying? But it feels good to cook, bro, because it just looks, I don't know. You're creating something. You're creating something, bro. And you see why chefs are really passionate about it yeah. is because you know, it's an art and I'm essentially rewarding myself with art. It's yeah. delicious. And then you get to eat it. That's yeah, that's, bro, that's, that's Yeah. My reward system. Well, I think that, like, you know. Well, you d- you haven't moved away from home yet, right? Mm-mm, not so, yet, like, no. you know, I think that something that I've learned is, like, I miss my mom's cooking. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't take that shit, like, mm-hmm. so serious in high school. But, like... <sighs> Are you moved out right now? Bro, I was. And then I moved back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Because I'm taking my classes online this yeah. semester. But... Uh, yeah, I like moved off to college at Kirkwood and stuff, uh-huh. and like you know, I had to cook for myself yeah. and for myself and shit. Like, what was the best meal you made for yourself? Best meal, <sighs> probably some vegetables and some chicken, bro. But it's like that—that that was repetitive. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that's what I would eat like every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so like versus like something that like my mom made. It was like you know she could get yeah. kind of crazy with it. Like she knew how to make like my mom's Italian, so like she knows mm-hmm. how to make like pasta, okay, she, like some crazy well, shit. Well, what they yeah, so it's like you know damn i missed that shit uh-huh. you know and like it was always good like when i went home she like made me some shit and I'm like yeah yeah like I yeah missed that shit. i need all yeah. of that yeah so like you know it's those little things you know yeah. and like you didn't you didn't cherish them while you were living in it but like when it's taken away from you it's like fuck yeah that's crazy yeah and I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older or anything, bro, but mm-hmm. I feel like I just love grocery shopping. Yeah. And just really love working it up, you know, kid, you know, cooking it up and stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just, I don't know if you feel that way. Yeah, but. well, I feel like my values have changed a lot, you know, and I think that, like, along the same things of, like, partying and shit, you know, like, I feel like if I wasn't doing, like, a lot of this content, like, yeah. creation, bullshit, whatever, right? If I wasn't doing that, I feel like I wouldn't really be on social media as mm-hmm. much because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm just, like, I find myself sometimes going, like, from Twitter, Instagram, nothing, and then it just, like, goes back and forth. Like, Same. there's nothing on both. I was just on it. Yeah. Like, I did that all throughout high school. I was just, like, damn, like, I don't got shit to do. Yeah. And, like, man. now, like, I've tried to, like, read more and, like, mm-hmm. journal and, like, write and just, like, keep myself busy mm-hmm. with these, like, productive things, mm-hmm. you know, and, like... Mm-hmm just finding something that you know i can keep myself busy and feel productive versus like just sitting on my phone all day you know like i think that it's cool like i watch like a lot of youtube videos still but you know a lot of the videos that i watch are very like informational and like i'm learning something like what what kind of videos uh like i I watch like a lot of stuff about like money and development and like just like stuff like that i watch like a lot of stuff about fashion Uh, you know it's like i'm really with that shit yeah so like i learn i'm always learning something though like Mm. even if it's like something small it's Uh, like fuck if i was taking a test over like some nike like shoes (laughs) i'd pass that bitch pass it right now give me that yeah but uh, you know i don't know it's like i feel like i'm always trying to just learn something because otherwise i feel like my time is just time is the one thing that you can never get back yeah and that's something that i've learned you learn that bro to learn that really quickly Mm -hmm. in college bro yeah because Um, like i feel like 
high school i don't know for you but like i feel like high school was like until my senior year i was just like damn this shit's dragging like this is just it's so repetitive but then like college it's like we're already done with our first year we're getting ready to be done with our second year oh my god it flies yeah it's like wow like things really change when you get out of high school man even now bro like like in 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 the life that we're living right now Mm -hmm. like I can't even. I don't even know what day it is anymore. Like, yeah, I'll just be just flying just through my weeks, going dude. Going through the motions, like, work, bro. And I think a part of that's just working, bro. Yeah. Uh, trying, you know, trying to pay off my books and stuff. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just paying off other stuff, my insurance, my car, my credit card. And yeah. Stuff, you know what I mean? Like, time really flies when you're really yeah. occupied with things that you have to get done. You yeah. Know what I mean? Well, like you're still 19, right? Yeah, 19. Yeah. So like, when I hit 20, bro, I was like. I'm really not. You're 20. Yeah, bro. Damn. And that's okay. weird to say. Yeah, it's very. I'm telling you, bro. I feel young, bro. Yeah, and it's like, damn, bro. Like when you hit 20, you might you might feel like yeah. some type of way. Like damn especially like the poet side of me, I was like, damn, I'm really not like a teenager anymore. Yeah, you know, dumb, and it's bro. like weird to say, but yeah. it's like, you know, and thinking about going from like 13 to 19, there's some changes mm-hmm. in there, obviously, but like. 20 to 30 fuck like that's life like that's when like you see your most progression i feel like in your 20s and like i'm already like in my 20s like that's, Dude, so, that's so weird that is really like if you, you think that. about that like i don't know if you think because next that year stuff. you'll be 21 and you'll be yeah. like damn i'm nine years away from 30 yeah and like 21's like that age like where you get to drink and like do yeah. all the shit that like you've already been like waiting your whole life to mm-hmm. do but i don't know bro it's Dude, I do weird feel it's I do weird feel how that happens man yeah it's fucking nuts and you know i think that i'm like it's weird how age does that to you and like especially hitting like these milestones of like going from your teens to your 20s it's mm-hmm. like that was really big for me and i was like fuck i feel like i gotta do something now. it's just because everything happens so quickly bro yeah. like, everything really just happens so quickly like yeah. when you're one semester you're in college like okay i'm a freshman let's see how this goes mm-hmm. and then the next year you're just like fuck this is my second year like yeah fuck yeah well it's like you know when you get to college it's like well i'm in college now yeah like you're hype yeah. and whatnot and then yeah. it's like you're going through it and you're like fuck like this is actually like i have to yeah. do this you know yeah. and i don't know and then it just your first semester is done with the blink of an eye it feels like and then it's like you're on to the next and you're on to the next thing and next thing and next thing and then by the time that's over you're done with fucking college and you're like damn that's why i really appreciate life now yeah (laughs) that's why i really appreciate your like your podcast because it shows that you're not just reliable on just one you know one outcome of your life you know Mm -hmm. that being school like some people are really reliable like rely so much on just school and then they get out of it they're just like fuck like i don't know if i get a job with this degree you know what i mean well i think that like you know that's what society is like too though Mm -hmm. because i feel like especially in america i feel like it's uh it's mainly like we're instilled this idea of we have to go to school yeah it's like school 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 it's like beaten into your dna at this point almost and uh you know in other countries it's not necessarily like that like a lot of people do believe in education especially like in europe uh like but college is free over there you know and it's like yeah and it's like we have to pay for that and i think that something else that i've learned is like uh this idea of like people feel that they have to move out at 18 years old right i never got that yeah and i think that 
I feel like your family is very in touch with like the culture yeah. side of your family and yeah. everything. So I feel like that's different. Yeah. Because like I feel like the Hispanic culture, it's mm-hmm. like it's like the rest of the world. Like yeah. you're supposed to stay with your family mm-hmm. until everybody's able to yeah. be out on their own. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people in other cultures have their kids staying until they're like 28 or whatever you know it's like you know i feel like a lot of people they get so embarrassed saying that they live with their parents and it's like bro you live with your parents you're saving money like you're doing your thing bro. like do your thing like if if you have a good relationship with your parents then stay with them as long as you can because like honestly if you set it up that way and like you're going to school whatever and you're not having to pay rent on top of paying for school mm-hmm. you end up like graduating college debt free and that's like a huge thing too so you know and i think that that's what a lot of cultures have done they've like learned that if we're all paying for something especially like when you get into your 20s it's like your kids can get like a really good paying job mm-hmm. versus like you know just two parents paying for everything then it turns into like however many kids you got and then everybody's putting all their money into the same pot and then things are good so you know things can change and i think that it sucks that america's like has this idea that you have to move out at 18 yeah it's like, weird how that works dumb, bro like i just in, in my head i really wanted to move out like i really wanted to go to a mm-hmm. four-year university bro like, yeah i was like i was getting ready to say fuck it like i was just going that you know if i yeah. with that college experience I know, like, four years from now, I wouldn't have not want that fucking yeah. death, though. Like, I'm really fucking yeah. thankful that that year flew and that, you know, I'm, you know, kind of, like, community college kind of humbled me out. Yeah. And to really appreciate the knowledge that I'm learning, you know, mm-hmm. acquiring, you know what I mean? Um, especially since they have flexible classes, like, you just yeah. pick your date, you know, pick the classes that you want mm-hmm. and then you just keep them. Like, you learn everything in there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I think that that's the biggest thing that... I wanted in high school I wanted this I love the idea of community college like we've been talking about and you know I wanted that for a school but I also wanted the college experience at the time so I wanted to do something that was the best of both worlds and for me that was Kirkwood it was like it was an hour and a half away I was close to the University of Iowa but I wasn't paying the University of Iowa money so it was like you know I had had yeah so it was like I had it going on and then you know, first year is done, and I'm like, damn, like, I miss home, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like you, I had, like, going through school, I had this idea, I was like, I want to get out of here. Like, yeah. I wanted to go to school out of state. Like, I wanted to, oh, damn. like, go to, like, California. Like, that yeah. was, like, my dream, and I was like, you know, senior year hit, and I was like, okay, like, this is really not <laughs> an actual, like, it's not in the cards for me at this yeah. point in my life you know i could do it but i'm gonna be in debt until i'm like 50 oh. years old so like what's the point of that so like i wanted to do the community college thing but i didn't necessarily wanted to go to dmac yeah. because like i was like you know i kind of want to get out of the house yeah. and be a man almost mm-hmm. at, like you know and it kind of contradicts what i said about the 18 year old thing but you know it's something that i've learned though you know it's, it's like, that learning process yeah you know i've process. learned that moving out of my mom's house that I actually had to fend for myself and I've gotten that experience for myself too and so like worse comes to worse if like I have to move out then I've got I've got a couple years under my belt already you know and I know how to take care of myself yeah you know and like I know how to pay for rent like I know how to do these like adult things you know versus like somebody that you know they've never done that it's like it's a little bit harder and it's a step but you know I think that that's something that I wanted to learn just because like I wanted to be 
I wanted to have that information for myself. Yeah. And I think that, you know. And nobody would have taught you that. Yeah, nobody exactly. That. And it's, that's just something that, like, I had to learn for myself and yeah. not have, like, my mom teach me that, whatever, you mm. know. So I think that, but now I'm, like, back, back to move in and everything with my mom again. And it's, How's like, that? it's good, man. Like, I think that me, my mom, and my brother, we have such a good relationship, you know. And, like, nobody steps on each other's toes. Yeah. Like, I can come and go as, my, as I please. Like, same way as, like, I was at in college, you know. It's, like, yeah. I just have to check in with my mom and just say, like, hey, mom, like, out with friends, whatever, you know. And it's, like, little shit, you yeah. know. But, you know, I think that it depends on the relationship that you yeah, have with your does. parents you know and that's why i feel like a lot of people want to move out mm. but you know i have a good relationship with my mom and it really helps that's what i was thinking that. too you know i have a really good relationship with my mom so i, I wouldn't have mine even staying with them if i yeah. wanted to move out <clears throat> because she, she cooks for me you know what i mean yeah. like she'll show sometimes like i don't know do my laundry you mm-hmm. know what I mean? but it's just little things that uh if, if i were to live alone yeah i'd be like you Fuck. really gotta do everything I gotta yourself. Do, I gotta do everything, bro. Yeah. Like, that shit's insane, yeah. man. Oh, bro, like, the biggest thing, I was, like, I was doing, like, all my laundry and stuff, like, yeah. before I moved out, but I had no idea that you had to pay for all that shit. I was, like... Isn't that crazy? Bro, like, it's, like, $10 to wash your yeah. clothes. That's like, crazy, bro. The fuck, like, let me put this shit in some mm. water, bro. Like, you're tripping, mm-hmm. and yeah, then, like, crazy, drying bro. you have to pay for it too. It's nuts, like, how that's and you want to have clean clothes, yeah. You, know what I'm saying? you and want to like, take those showers, you don't, you don't realize that stuff until you move out, and you're like, wow, yeah. I had it easy, literally. And now, bro, I had it really I gotta easy. be an adult, like, wait, and I, I gotta, gotta cook for myself, yeah. What is this, yeah? And then that it's just like, and then you gotta do your dishes because nobody else is gonna do yeah. them, you gotta buy the grocery, you know, yeah, it's like. Fuck, my mom did a lot for me, and it really makes me value mothership and yeah, just you know this idea of being a parent, you know. And it like makes me want to be a better parent because like I'm trying to learn this for myself right now, and it it gives my mom a totally different like I already respected her, but it's like I, it adds to that respect. That but that's why I really all. respect all the young parents out there right now mm-hmm. in our generation, bro, because they're going through a lot, bro. Yeah. And some of them are even in school still, bro. Like, yeah. damn, that's a fucking lot. Yeah. But I appreciate you for yeah. fucking punching it through. Like, and you're a fucking so warrior. Crazy, bro. Yeah. Like. You know, a lot of my friends are, like, getting pregnant now, and yeah. it's like, damn. Like, it's crazy how, like, high school, after you graduate, how many different walks of life there are. Yes. Because, like, there's people that are still our age, obviously, but, like, they're, they're just on a totally different path. Like, some people are not in college, some people are working, like, 14 hours a day, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's some people that are getting ready to have a kid or have already had a kid and it's like damn mm. like that that was somebody that i saw literally every day of my life mm. and now it's like they're totally like the on this other side of the spectrum for me yeah. and it's it's weird how that happens but you know i respect everybody I that's respect, going bro, through I their respect shit. you know because it's a circumstance that i couldn't imagine myself yeah in. i couldn't imagine myself yeah. dealing with the kid right oh now i think God. i am a kid right now you yeah know what i mean i just that's a lot of that's a lot of respect yeah i respect that totally absolutely because it's like and they might be working on top of that yeah and it's like i feel like i can't take care of myself at the time (laughs) you know (laughs) let alone like worrying about a mouth to feed it's like fuck like that's that's a lot of shit dude that's a lot of shit jay killer getting into some of the closing questions here for you brother uh 
what is one of the greatest what do you what do you feel like is the greatest accomplishment that you have had so far in your life Mm. It's a tough question. Let's sit, let it marinate, all that shit. Greatest accomplishment, my guy. Damn, brother, that is the toughest question of my life. But I think I got to give it to when I did the poem about my grandma. Mm-hmm. Abuela? Yeah, and she, she was in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And I look over at the end of my poem and she's in tears. Like Word. she's just crying. Word. And, it, and it, it's a really big accomplishment because... She doesn't understand English. Like mm. She doesn't understand it. But she knows that, you know, her, her grandson is up there giving everything that he can, you know, mm-hmm. teaching them to make my mom proud, to make everybody proud. You know what I'm saying? And just here crying, bro. I was just like, fuck. Like, damn, yeah. that's crazy, bro. Like, that shit's insane, Well, bro. and then it's crazy, like, how words do that to people. Yeah, you bro. Know? Like, she doesn't understand English, none of that. Yeah. But she understood my passion for it. Like, yeah. that, shit was, that shit was good, bro. That shit was that crazy. Shit. My second accomplishment that I would, you know, more general would be, like, shaking Obama's hand. Like, that was pretty cool. Like, that's pretty much really it. out here. That, that, that shit was crazy. Like, whatever, man. And yeah. then, um, boy Sean, man. My boy Sean. Step ahead of that. He was introducing everybody to him and shit. My man hugged him. That shit was crazy. My man hugged him, bro. He had crazy. so much clout after that. Oh, my God. Dude, he had, like, bro. CIA out of his crib. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. No, okay, not CIA. Like, the security, whatever they call it. What is it? Uh, the Secret uh, Service? Secret Service, yep. But yeah. he was at his crib. Wow. Just, like, I don't know, like four cars out of his crib. Wow. Like down the block, so you can't tell. But like, wow. you know, I was in his crib. I'm like, who are these cars? They're like, oh, it's just a Secret Service. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? That is so crazy. That was crazy, insane, bro. That was insane, bro. That That's was lit. so crazy. That was lit. That's um, a, that was a dope experience. I didn't even get to go, but that, that was nuts. It was wild, bro. It was wild. Secret Service was all oh over the hallways. God. And then they were at your guys' school. Mm-hmm. Like, they were in the hallways and shit. Like, and then the fucking what, the news was there, bro. Like, it was crazy. You, bro. I remember seeing uh, Air Force One like fly over like my crib and shit because I live like really close to the airport. That is but crazy. That shit was nuts. Bro. Yeah, that dude. plane is fucking huge. Is it really? Oh my god! I've never like seen it in my life. It's like a seven forty seven. Like you've been on like one of those crazy ass planes that are like the really, really nice ones, huge, you the three row like, one. Yeah, like especially like going out to L A. Uh-huh. and shit. It's like a bigger. Like if have, have you guys like your family done like that trip from like Minneapolis to? Uh, like LA, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like one that, of those that, that three bro planes, with yeah. the screen on the back. It's like three here, three in the middle, and then three. The on lights the turn edge. off. Yeah, that shit's nuts. Those it's like nice. that big ass joint, but then it's like even bigger too. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck. Mm-hmm. That thing's. That's crazy, a good question bro. though, Nico. That, that's a really good question. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot more things that I'm probably really spacing off happy about. Yeah. Um, but damn, those are probably only the few ones that I can yeah. think about. I think that that's beautiful though, like especially about your grandma, bro. Mm. Cause, you know, it's one of those personal accomplishments yeah. mm-hmm. you, know, you set for yourself. That Absolutely, I'm really proud about this. Absolutely. I think another thing I'm probably proud about, not really a huge accomplishment, but more sort of what I'm proud about is, mm-hmm. you know, buying a camera. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, and actually doing some videos with it. Yeah, I've never seen myself doing that, yeah. but you know, it's just like you have more creativity within yourself, Julio. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and accomplish some other things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. How do you feel like the YouTube's thing gone, has gone for you? Yeah. You like? um, I think part of buying me buying a camera was because I, I couldn't write. Like, yeah. When you're doing so many... <clears throat> have you wrote, like, much since I I have not, bro. Really? I have not. Like, really? creatively, I have not. I think the reason for that being is because I'm stuck in all these literature classes, mm-hmm. sticking it to kinda these st- essays. It kind of sticks your, like, 
mental or like your uh, creative it really mind. jabs at your yeah. creativity like just like fuck no you're, you're yeah. writing this you're writing mm-hmm. this and i'm like all right i have to like yeah. i have to write this yeah. to pass these classes yeah. you know what i mean and there's no no real room for you know wiggle room for writing creativity because the professors aren't into you being creative they're into yeah. you giving you what they you know what what they want yeah and i think that it depends on the professor too like i feel like a lot of my professors my first year they were very like for me being creative yeah. with my shit so i was like you know i would like be throwing out some f-bombs in my essays <laughs> and shit and it's just like they they were cool with that yeah, you know versus it. like you know in high school it was like that wasn't allowed like yeah. they you know but that's writing uh-huh. writing is supposed to be real and it's supposed Organic, to like bro. evoke these emotions out of people you know I and i feel like that that's something that i've kind of kept in touch with and that allows me to mm-hmm. kind of keep on it creatively but you know for some people especially in some classes like what the ones that you're taking like it's hard to be creative all the time i feel like me saying it's hard is more like me forfeiting that idea yeah to write but it's true like it's hard to write when you're surrounded by all these strict professors that want you to write about fucking some political paper like yeah it's hard but don't get me wrong i'll still be in the shower just throwing some absolutely you already know yeah but. but i feel like uh you should check out Miles Carter, like I told you earlier. Yeah. Uh, he's a he does videos like with some like crazy ass B roll and shit. Mm. But he writes his poems and then he talks about it over that and then over like a beat too. Okay. So you should check that out because okay. I think that you'd be really good at that. Okay. So that's something that I would. Maybe just, I might do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give I'll show I'll shoot you the link yeah. and uh, you can check them out because i think that it evoked like something into me because i was like oh shit like this shit's dope and it's like a vibe and it's like you know it brought me back to like senior year when i was Mm -hmm. writing like every fucking day it felt like you know so i do definitely check it out but uh i'll send it to you after you got some good questions Mm -hmm. good ass questions uh another one of the closing questions uh who or what is your inspiration to do what you do okay i feel like you are very like family oriented so mm. i figured it would probably be something along those lines but mm. what do you feel like big influencer um <clears throat> damn these are really good questions bro i think one of the people that influenced the most would have to be my brother really yeah Why is that? my brother um i don't know i feel like anything i do he'll reciprocate it to me mm-hmm. um and it's like I'm responsible for his growth. Yeah. Um, for how how he turns out to be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like bigger. I mean, smaller brother follows bigger brother. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if I do make this positive impact on the world, mm-hmm. as you know, I'm determined as I want to be. Mm-hmm. I think my brother will have that same drive to do the same. And that's what that's kind of what inspires me. Like he's really smart. He's taking all these AP classes. Like, yeah. dude, that's lit as fuck. Like, yeah. I wish I could have taken that shit. I'm just mm-hmm. fucking dumb. I was just dumb in fucking high school. But mm-hmm. him taking these classes, him getting into science bound, him playing baseball on a national scale. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that's that's lit as fuck, yeah. bro. Like, that's shit that influences me to just continue to do great. Because I feel like if I stop stop lacking this greatness that I want mm-hmm. to keep driving for, it'll kind of just stop his greatness as well. Yeah. You know, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a turning wheel that kind of keeps yeah. going you know what i mean one well, i feel like it's it's that notion of you are who you hang around yeah i feel like it's if you're gonna hang out with people that are 
not amounting to anything then mm. more than likely that's going to be who you are too but yeah. if you're surrounded by people that are trying to be great and trying to make a name for themselves or whatever yeah, the dude. case may be you know that that's what you're going to turn into and yeah. i think that that's beautiful that like you try to but he's my main like yeah my main inspiration but mm-hmm. my other inspirations would have to be you and like and like sean and just like mm-hmm. my peers who actually want to do something yeah you know, like other than just go to school like like for you example like you're just out here on your grind bro like mm-hmm. there's never you know a day a day off for you know what i'm saying like sean like i never a day off for him either we're all too. determined bro mm-hmm. we're all determined yeah. to be great you know what i mean yeah. and that's what inspires me if i'm around people who don't want to be great that's gonna not yeah. inspire me you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I, I like seeing when you guys put out some content that i'm just like wow bro like what am i gonna do to yeah like do this okay like, yeah it's kind of like all right let's go y'all let's yeah. go let's mm-hmm. go y'all let's go yeah. you know I mean? and i think that that's something that i try to do as well as like you know i try to follow the right people that you know are all always constantly working you know and i think that it pushes me to like work harder you know because it's like they're slowly changing their lives Mm -hmm. into something great so you know if i'm doing the same amount of work it's like i can do the same thing yeah bro just takes doing the step you know it just takes even doing it yeah like i think that like that's the thing about like media like that's kind of like what the category i fucking hate categorizing <laughs> myself but yeah. like it's the media thing is like you know you're constantly putting yourself out there to the world mm-hmm. for them to see and for them to mm-hmm. hear so and i think that that was huge for me to learn through poetry too mm-hmm. and i think that it was just it just had to happen like it was yeah. bound to happen at one point you know so and it's crazy like how me you and sean were all three like in the poetry thing and mm-hmm. then now we're all doing like the camera shit and like everything else but you know yeah, it's, it's crazy how that works man and, it's fun dude. like yeah. it's fun like i didn't realize how it, it's cool to try out different arts like i can't draw for yeah. shit but i'll still draw you mm-hmm. know because if i want to you know what i mean i'll still yeah. draw what i can exactly you know what I mean? but i think that like you know the video side of things mm-hmm. and like the photography side of things it's like i'm doing the same thing as poetry yeah. but it's like I'm doing it through a film. Through visuals. Yeah, you know, and it's like we never could do that in poetry either. Like we couldn't use props. You You couldn't use a PowerPoint. Yeah, so it was like, you know, this was bound to happen almost at one point. And I think that it's crazy how it's happening now. And uh, I'm really liking how everybody's kind of coming together and just doing their thing. And, you know, part of it is because I can't talk to anybody about this kind of stuff. Like the stuff that we're talking about, I can't ever sit down and talk. I never never had the time to talk about that shit. Sometimes I'll just flip on my camera and just talk to myself. You know what I mean? Bro, and I think that, like, it's weird how people do that. But, like, some people will look at you weird for, like, talking to yourself. But, like... I've literally done a podcast, mm. like just talking to a camera. Like there's nobody around. Yeah. I'm just literally talking about issues mm-hmm. and like things about the world that are going on right now, you know? Yeah. And I think that it keeps me sane. In <laughs> sense. So like honestly, so like it's like, you know, if I don't have somebody to talk to at the yeah. time, it's like, I can just talk to a fucking camera. Yeah, dude. You know? Cause it's like the camera's not going to talk back to me. Yeah. Like, it's going to agree with me. Yeah. yeah it's it's gonna like, agree you know, and I can almost talk to myself and like mm-hmm. give myself uh different i don't know like different viewpoints almost, know you, you know and it like yeah. makes me like expand my mind almost mm-hmm. in a sense i don't know it's weird you're like throwing out ideas to yourself yeah and, and then it's it. like i can like lob it up to myself and then i'm like okay i can spin it around and do this yeah, with it you know yeah. it's, i talk it's, to myself all the time as weird yeah. as it sounds i talk to myself all yeah. the time about things and i think go. that it needs to happen though i think that it keeps me sane for me to mm-hmm. just talk to myself yeah. because like you know 
I lived when I moved to college I had a roommate mm-hmm. and then he moved out like halfway through the year mm-hmm. and then so I was alone for like the second semester and I think that that was like huge and that Damn. like needed to happen yeah. because it was like fuck like I literally don't have anybody around like I'm yeah, not yeah. like I'm just chilling by myself yeah. instead of unless if I go to class you know do you think that motivated you a little bit more yeah because it was like that's when I feel like I was trying to take photography and videography and just everything that I was doing at the time yeah. like very serious you know and it like it pushed me to just like I can be creative and just you know, I'm alone, so yeah. I don't have anything else to do. Like, I can sit around and watch Netflix all day if I fucking want. But it's like, you know, I'm not feeling productive. So, yeah. you know, it it forced me to, like, get out and do shit to, like, occupy my time, you I know? Feel, that's why I really, I really appreciate the people who take advantage of what they do and then, like, even just take that further step to, you know, yeah. further that talent. Um, like, my friend, for example, Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, he, he'll he'll just do fishing, bro. He'll just fish the fuck Word. out of the fucking river or some shit. You know Word. what I mean? Like, I'll be Word. like, damn, bro, like, fuck. He's like, yeah, bro, kind of want to start picking up a camera and record. I'm bro, like, fuck it, he dude. should. Fucking do that shit, dude. He should. Fucking do that shit, dude. Yeah. He did it, and now he's at 100 subscribers, bro. Like he's a boy. He's getting, bro, he's on it, bro. Yeah. He's on it. I'm really proud of him for doing that. Yeah, because it's like, there's a lot of people that do the same things as you like even though if you think if it's weird yeah. you know like there's a lot of people that like fishing obviously you know and yeah. it's like some people do want to watch that shit because yeah, like they, i don't find it interesting but, but there's a really, market yeah. out there for it to happen so yeah. you know i think that you know it's that thing like i said like you have to put yourself out there you know otherwise you're just gonna have regrets otherwise, for it bro yeah like you spoke like what we were talking about earlier but like time is flying mm-hmm. you want to take advantage of this time that's here yeah bro? every second is a missed opportunity yeah and that's the thing that i've learned especially with the podcast and uh you know i feel like 2018 as a whole Mm -hmm. uh one of my friends passed away like unexpectedly and uh Mm -hmm. you know it really taught me that life is like very precious Mm -hmm. and uh you know everything can end tomorrow Mm -hmm. you know and it like it pushed me to like this state of mind where i'm like i just have to do it Mm -hmm. like if instead of like talking about it yeah. instead of like worrying about what the outcome might yeah. be just go out and fucking do it Dude, like on yeah. some nike shit just go out and fucking Dude, do it just do it man. you know so like you know especially with this podcast it was like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing yeah. but it's like you know i listen to podcasts all the time yeah. you know and i have a structure yeah. and you know, I'm just going to go out, interview my friends, and yeah, just dude. talk about Because they have you knowledge, know? too. You know yeah. And that's the thing that I've learned, like, just through the snippets of everything is, like, I've learned that, especially with poetry, when I wrote a poem, I was like, if this poem can change one person's perspective, yeah. it was worth me writing that poem. Facts. If it can change them from, like, going home and, like, hurting themselves, mm. whatever, because I'm talking about the same issues that they're going through, yeah. it was worth me Facts, to do that. Bro. So, you know, that's Facts. that's something that I just, it motivates me a lot to just keep doing, yeah. to just keep pushing and just to keep pushing the envelope. I do yeah. feel you like on the on the losing somebody motivates me more thing. Yeah, uh, and it sucks that that has it to It sucks, happen. bro, and it sucks that it has to be ignited that way, but yeah. like, you know, my, cous- my cousin got, you know, locked up mm-hmm. very recently, and then it's just like, you know, a little bit, uh, I said before I started doing the videos mm-hmm. it's just like okay like shit can happen really quick yeah 
anything can happen, bro. Yeah. The universe works in wonders, bro. Yeah. Like, you never know what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow if you're going to even wake up tomorrow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you got to really take advantage of the day that you have right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because it all comes back to, like, that time is not guaranteed. Like, it's the one thing that, like, you can have all the money in the world. You can have no money in the world. But the one thing that you're never, ever going to get back is time. Bro. And yeah. And that's, that's bro. And that's so, my name on, on YouTube is, is mm-hmm. Jay Explorer, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I made it that way because I want to explore everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything life has to offer for me is yeah. why I made it Jay Explorers. And for my birthday, bro, for my birthday, I didn't, I didn't want a cake. I didn't want anything. I wanted to go to Oregon to hike. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do, bro. Yeah. I wanted to see these trees before I die, bro. Like, yeah. these, these waterfalls, these everything, bro. Green. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see so much green, bro. And it was so fucking beautiful yeah. just seeing water just splash, bro, and yeah. touching it. Like, it was cold as fuck. It was beautiful, bro. It was yeah. a moment. It was me exploring. And, and even with foods, bro, like, I would just explore, like, maple yeah. fucking syrup cream and put it on my toes. Like, I've never had that shit in my life, bro. But it's so fucking beautiful just yeah. having these things and these these different foreign tastes. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's something to live for, bro. Yeah. Something to live and for. And I think that, like... It's the experiences that we have in life that change who you are. Yeah. You know, and I think that sometimes it needs to happen. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like traveling is like one of the big things that like has changed me a lot as well uh, as like losing somebody close to you and everything. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like especially like what you said with Oregon, you know, it's like typically people do a lot of like tropical vacations like mm-hmm. that's what i was used to until like i went to like alaska and it was that's like, so dope bro you went to alaska. yeah but it's like you know it was like a little bit colder mm-hmm. when i went there and it was like you know i'm not going there to get a tan mm-hmm. i'm going there to experience what is out there mm-hmm. and that to me was like holy fuck like mm-hmm. i didn't realize i needed to come out here yeah. but i needed to come out here to like be surrounded in nature and to just enjoy like everything that like it's i've seen in so movies or whatever beautiful. and it's like, was it like what you saw in the movie not even fucking close like i took so much video out there and it's like when you're actually in it it's like so crazy it's like so surreal you're like holy fuck like it's like we were on a cruise ship and mm-hmm. we were like just looking out like at these mountains and shit and i'm like there's no way that's real like yeah. you know what i mean it's like this looks like a movie like, like a even green when you're screen in it, you know yeah I mean? it was like bro like it's something that you see all the time in films and everything but it's like i can actually reach out and touch that yeah. and i can i'm actually experience experiencing this with my eyeballs mm-hmm. right now and it's like fuck it changed my life you know and i think that it's those little things that can change your life into something that's great, yeah. especially if you let it. You know? And it humbles you, I feel like. Uh-huh. You see these things, like, you know, you travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you just see different communities and different states, yeah. you're just like, fuck, I really love what I have. And I really need to take advantage of me living yeah. on this earth, bro. Like, yeah. it's so fucking beautiful out there, bro. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. And I think that, you know, especially meeting, like, other people, like, on trips and stuff, you know it makes you value different shit Mm. you know like i've obviously like always been into like fashion and everything Mm -hmm. and like you know this past year like especially after like going to alaska i was like fuck bro like do i really need all this stuff that i have Mm -hmm. in my room right now yeah so like it constantly makes me evaluate what i have and what i need and what i don't need you know so it's like 
I don't know. It, it's something that I needed to do, and I didn't know I needed to do it. Yeah. And, you know, it makes me a better person for it, I feel like, you know, feel getting that. those experiences. I do feel like I've cleaned out my closet a few times. Mm-hmm. I've maybe reorganized my room. I put plants in my room now. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's such a good thing trying new things. Yeah. Uh, you just get different experiences, yeah. and your life changes in a good way, in a positive aspect, and, and it makes you, I'd say, more more motivated. I feel like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's beautiful, man. Life is a beautiful thing, and uh, hey. it's something that you're only gonna be able to live once, unless you believe in reincarnation and everything Fact. else. But you know, it's Fact. I believe it. There's only gonna be one Jay Killer. There's only gonna be one Neek. So you Fact. know, you gotta do what you gotta, gotta do, do right what you now. Gotta do live to that name. Yeah. Uh, Jay Killer, tell me about some of the, your future plans that you have. Is there something that you want to do here? Future plans that I got for myself. Um, very, very on the low, 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 low. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have, uh, you know, I have these dreams of being a rapper or whatever. Word. Word. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Just being Respect. young, do, do anything, you know what I'm saying? Well, and I feel like you have the lyrical side of yeah. that, you know? Especially, yeah. like, I was talking to Sean about... Um, you know, like his first song, uh-huh. you know, and I feel like uh, translating it to poetry is pretty easy because yeah. it's like, you know, you already have the background. So it's yeah. like, you know, just putting it over a beat. It's pretty second nature. It's just yeah. you can do it. So. And part of poetry is just doing it so other people can feel it, you know. Mm-hmm. And But rap is like, if I'm feeling what I'm feeling, I'm going to feel it. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I, I, I want like I have this song that I'm doing with comms. Word. And it's bro, it's supposed to be really fucking fire. But I just we well, haven't he got just to quit it. Quit music, didn't he? He did, right? Uh-huh. He did, right? But y'all don't know this, but he might come back. Yeah, like, y'all say, Well, like, I was talking to him on the podcast and stuff, and he was saying that uh, you know he's got other things in mind, like mm-hmm. when it comes to writing, at least, like he's like trying to write plays and like yeah. trying to do like he's trying to like just make different things. He you told know? me he doesn't want to be classified as a rapper, but just mm-hmm. an artist. I feel him on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He wants to be a writer. I feel him on that. Yeah. And then also, you know, tagging along with that, I'm, I, I want to have Sean make a music video yeah. for that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen his recent music videos. Bro, the Rasa. It's just fire, bro. Crazy. It's just his movements fire. with that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just fire. Shout out to Sean Creates, you know what I'm man. Saying? Shout that's out my guy. boy, my boy grinding. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's just the like the future thing I got going. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll happen here in, in the in the year, but yeah, I don't know when, but it should be pretty fucking cool. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. Uh, as always, more videos though. You know bro, what I'm saying? You already know. You already know. That's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. Uh tell me jay killer what is one thing that you have to do in life that i have to yeah mm. when it's all said and done what is one thing that you one have thing to that do? i have to do in life but all right one thing that i have to do in life is uh damn where do you get these questions from i'm coming correct oh, my yeah, G. Yep, you're already good you good you good do your thing a heavy question. I got a heavy one right after this too. What <laughs> marinate, my friend? All right, it's gonna sound really cheesy because we're in the library, but I gotta write a book. Yeah, I think I'm the same boat. I gotta write a book about something in my life. Yeah, you know, or it could same be just boat. be about my life. Yeah, but I gotta write a book. Yeah, I gotta write a book, and it, I'm not saying it's gotta sell out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's got it's gotta be meant for everybody, but I, I want to write a book about how my life was and what I've learned throughout it and uh, 
some advice in there as well. Yeah. Um, that's what I have to do yeah. in his life is write a book. That's beautiful, man. Because mm. I think it's something to show for it. Yeah. Too. Like, you know, that your life was just like, it's instilled on this paper. Uh-huh. And it's something that and somebody can pick up. Yeah. And I'm sure another 13-year-old Latino kid mm-hmm. who doesn't know anything about writing could probably relate to out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that'd be really fucking cool. Yeah. And I think that reading and books in general is just something that it's so overlooked sometimes. And, yeah. you know, it's something that I'm trying to get into now. Yeah. And, you know, I feel you on that. The writing thing is just beautiful. And I think that but I want to write a book myself. And that's... Is that one of the things next, you have to do? Next step, yep. It's okay. like I write down like things that I have to do in life. Yeah, that's one of the things I have to. I have to write a book. You know, I that's get, crazy that we had the same yeah, vision. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things, man. It's it's gotta happen. It's, it's that twenty two twenty vision right there. You know what I'm Shout saying? Twenty two twenty. You already know. You already know. All right, brother. Last question here for you. So, ask it to everybody that comes on the podcast. I want you to imagine that there's a copy of the New York Times written right here. Okay. Okay. It's written from ten years from now. Okay. There's a cover page, and the cover page is a picture of you, and then there's an article written about you. What is this a picture of, and what is written in this article? Heavy question. Let it sit in. Let it marinate. Fuck, that's fucking crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Picture of me. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You can see, like, some J-Explorers shit. You, like, jumping off the side of a mountain. Like, it's got a... Ah. It's got to be me holding up a shoe mm-hmm. that has never been made. Mm. It's, it's got to be that. Beautiful. And it's, I don't even know. Like, it's just got to be me holding a shoe. Yeah. If this fucking comes true, bro, I'm going to be so fucking Manifest freaked out, shit, bro. The, if this is me holding a shoe yeah. of some sort, bro, that'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know. Putting it out there in the universe, it's crazy what the universe can do for you. Yeah, especially dude. you know. I be- I'm a huge believer in that. Yeah, though. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like if you put it out there, it's it's gonna come true. Yeah, and I think that it, I think that that will happen for you. It'll bro. be me holding it like this. Look, it'll be me holding it like this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to wear those shoes, yeah, bro. Because I know that, crazy, that shit bro, will be nuts. That's awesome, bro. A man can only dream. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. My brother, we've been going for an hour and 35 minutes. I appreciate Solid, you brother. for oh, sliding yeah. through today, my brother. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode. Uh, I hope that you guys got some good topics. There's been some complaints about the language. Oh, sorry oh. about this. Yep. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in today. Sorry we just got busted by... Uh, librarian so we're gonna keep it down now but we're gonna get out of here so uh but ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for tuning in to today's podcast uh i hope you guys got some good pointers today and uh you guys picked up on something that really touched home to you or whatever you know uh because me and jay kelly we go way back and uh talk about some real stuff so uh but ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for tuning in my name is nick robinson it's been another episode of the truth podcast me and jay kelly are out of here peace